Yep, yaks. Yep, yakst. Yakst. Yep, yeah. Today is Tuesday, September 19th, 2018, and you're listening to the official View News. I'm Greg Pollock. And I'm Adam Jar. You can find links to all the stories we talk about in our weekly newsletter and on news.vjs.org. The Quasar framework has recently gone into feature freeze at version 0.17 as they prepare for a 1.0 release. Quasar is the framework that allows you to use the same view code base across single-page apps, server-side render apps, hybrid mobile apps, and Electron apps. All the things. Across all the things. <laughs> and uh, Raz von Sonescu and his team will be working hard over the next few months to polish the features, documentation, and UI design to get out a release candidate later this year. If you're looking to build a desktop app with Vue, a new tutorial walks through building one with Electron. Electron is the open source library developed by GitHub for building cross-platform desktop applications with HTML, CSS, and JavaScript. Yep, and Natalia Tapluhina shows us the steps it takes to create a weather app that pulls in data with Axios. If you're new to Nuxt, the meta framework for universal applications, you might get a little overwhelmed by all of the directories. Yeah, there are a lot of directories pre-built for you. But there's a lot of intelligent defaults, and they're very important. Luckily this week, Krudy Patel created another great Nuxt.js architecture diagram showing how many of the directories and pages work together, how Nuxt packages your code, and how Webpack bundles and delivers your final application. Definitely worth a look, and maybe printing out if you're working with Nuxt. Effective communication amongst your components is essential for a well-functioning app. Yes, components. You all need to get along. Share that data with your siblings and children and parents and grandparents and great-great-great-grandparents and your children's 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 children. Uh, <laughs> yes, it can go on forever. So it's pretty common knowledge that we can use props to pass data down into components. But how about when we need to let a parent or a grandparent or great-great-great-great or great-great-grandparent <laughs> know that an event has happened within the child. We, well, the child component can just scream it loud enough for the parent to hear it. Mom! <laughs> right. He's touching my buttons again. <laughs> he propped all over me. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yes, yeah, so the whole screaming thing is actually not too far off because as Suni Sandhu shows in an article this week, you can accomplish child-to-parent communication by using dollar sign emit, which allows the parent to listen for an event that happens on its child. Check it out. If you're listening to this podcast, odds are you know all about how your templates must have a single root element. Oh, yes, we do. And there's a few ways to get around it. Uh, functional components? Yeah, that's one way, which Anthony Gore wrote about in an article last week. Functional components can be used with a render function or in a dot .view single file component to provide multiple nodes. And there's also a view fragments plugin by Julian Barbet, which gives you a V fragment directive to use. Basically, you can wrap child elements using this directive and it will manipulate the DOM and place your HTML elements into the parent at the time of insertion. Hmm. Okay, so V fragment is basically the single root element and it just kind of disappears after rendering to the DOM. Yeah, it's an interesting solution. If you're tasked with creating a view widget that you can import into other sites, you might want to check out the View Custom Element plugin. This allows us to render a view app as a custom HTML element. Yup, and Dana Yanoskova walks through how to create a view widget with View Custom Element and shows how to keep it lean and easily embeddable anywhere. 
We mentioned Nuxt earlier, and this week Kevin Ball wrote up seven front-end architecture lessons to be learned from the framework. Seven lessons. So can you give us a few? I'll give you four. Is that okay? That's perfect. (laughs) First is the ability to deliver a full page of pre-rendered HTML instantly to your browser while loading or hydrating the page with JavaScript to turn the page into a single-page application. Cool. That's one. Yeah. And Nuxt also has the ability to tell Vue what data needs to be fetched server-side before sending to the client. Two. Also, it provides different folders and abilities for application layouts, individual pages you can route to, and reusable components. That's three. One more. And Nux provides the ability to split your Vuex store into modules to keep things more organized with separate state objects, getters, mutations, and actions. Vue has been adopted by some of the leading web animators because of its ease of use for animating your interfaces, and GSAP is a popular library for web animation. GSAP, also known as Greensock Animation Platform, describes itself as the Swiss army knife of JavaScript animation, but better. And a new tutorial by Daily Fire walks through how to integrate GSAP into your Vue components. They show how to trigger a timeline of animations in the mounted hook. The tutorial does a good job of incrementally showing how the library works, starting with animating a simple square across the screen, then adding layers of complexity. This episode is sponsored by ViewSchool.io, which has a bunch of view courses and now a subscription model so you can get access to over 70 lessons. The first 2,000 subscribers can pay $9 a month or $89 a year to get access to their content. Check them out at ViewSchool.io. Thanks for listening to the official View News Podcast. Be sure to tune in every week, except for next week, because we're going to be at View London. So there's probably not going to be an episode. So we'll see you the week after next. Yep.